0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Uh, welcome to our show. If it's your first time tuning into uh, Snake Oil Radio, I've actually been doing the show for about four years now. Wait a second, maybe more. Uh, i got to think about that for a minute <laughs> now. Uh, I have to remember that it's 2013. Uh, anyway, we've been doing the show for a, uh, for a number of years now, and we've got some different formats here. Let me tell you a little bit about me briefly, and then we'll talk about what today's show is going to be all about. Uh, my name is Jim Ventura. I'm a professional astrologer, navigational consultant. I work with uh, Tarot, runes, all kinds of different oracles. I'm a writer with a couple of uh, published books and uh, blog columnist and, of course, a radio show host as well. If want any information, any of the services I offer, just go to jimventure.com and you can get all kinds of info about that. I've uh, been doing the show for a number of years. Almost all those Thursdays we have a show. I've got some different formats for each of our shows. First show of each month is our, um, I do a live column read and then I talk about the column um, in more detail. Uh, And then uh, I always do an astrology show and a listener's choice show, giving you an opportunity to call in and get uh, a free five-minute mini-read. We pull a card or something for you on a question. So if you're interested in those shows, always catch the astrology listener's choice shows for those who usually do one or two of those a month. And then we have one of my favorite features that I do most months, which is my interview show, which is what we're doing today. And uh, let me tell you why I like the interview show, of course, because I get to have my guests do all the work. <laughs> so the lazy part of me enjoys that that attribute, in that sense, to pass the buck a little bit along the way here. And I've been able to interview some great guests over the year, including the guests I have today who I've actually interviewed before. I even think twice before. So it's been a year, uh, over a year, since we have done an interview. So um, I want to welcome... Uh Giovanna Kennedy today, and hopefully, after three shows, I'm not screwing up your name anymore
1: um no, although it's I perfect. probably
0: am I got it no. All right, good. welcome to the show oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you uh
0: yeah, it's one of the uh i you know i don't sometimes I don't know why I think I do it partly because I'm just a little dumb in that sense, and I'll mispronounce things, but I always think it, it has probably more to do with this sort of Archie Bunker character that I play sometimes too and that used to make me laugh how when I was a kid I watched All in the Family how Archie oh, Bunker yeah, would just yeah. screw up the names of people. Like my favorite thing of all was when he I remember a show where I saw him say, You'll appreciate this um, where he said Edith, his wife, was at the groin ecologist <laughs> and uh, oh my God, Like I just thought that was the funniest thing I think I've ever heard. Uh, you know, a, I love the, the groin play of words. Right? Oh, so yeah, the groin ecologist. You know, because <laughs> you kind of get why you might call it a groin ecologist, right? You know what I mean? Even though it's yeah, so right. crude. Yeah, of course, yeah. Anyway, so I think it just has to do with the play of words itself. But uh, anyway, so welcome to the show. Um, Thank great you. Great to have you back. How are you doing today? Thank
1: you. Good, very good. Yeah, I've been looking forward to so yeah. this.
0: Yeah, you know, we anyone who's blessed to be living in Phoenix now, you know, if, if, if there's not even an ounce of us that can complain about the weather. It's just oh like,
1: my gosh, it's been. God, I, it's I went flawless. out for a walk today. It was so spectacular, just perfect, mm-hmm. perfect.
0: Yeah, we're we're really lucky. It's like low 80s during the day, and then upper 50s at night, I mean, you know, it's like a dream a come cool breeze. true.
1: yeah, yeah, it's oh, divine. Oh, my God,
0: it is. It's just amazing. No, no air conditioning needing to be on uh, anymore. Oh isn't, that, um, oh,
1: isn't that a relief? I know that' yeah, down that's, for three months. Yeah.
0: yeah, especially because the other thing is, like, the, to me, the worst of the allergy season has passed. So now you can actually enjoy the, Nice weather without sneezing um repeatedly, yeah, which a yeah. lot of people here uh go through, so a, little, a lot of people still going through it, and I'm not so anyway, um well we've talked before i want to give you know we're going to have a lot of new listeners, um whether it's listening to the live show or later on an archive and so I want to give you a chance to give a little bit of your background, and then a little later on in the show, um we will open up the phone lines and uh be able to take some live calls for people that have questions. Uh, for uh, for Giovanna today. So uh, we'll get to that in about a half hour. So we've got an hour show, so we do have some time to talk here. So yeah, let's, uh, let's give you a chance to fill in our audience here on a little bit about who you are and the work that you do.
1: Okay, well, um, for the last 20 years, I've been calling myself, for lack of a better term, a tantric healer. And what that is, um, Tantra is a spiritual path. Most people think of it as um, a sexual path, but it's really very much um, broader than that. It's really about um, helping people bring their spirituality into the body uh, and really perceiving the body as um, as energy, as spirit, um, so, so that's I work with men and women and couples. Um, men, the issues that men often come to see me about are overcoming premature ejaculation, which is really relatively an epidemic, uh, or erectile right. dysfunction, because um, Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra are being sold to the tune of six billion with a B dollars wow. a month. On a month with an M, <laughs> not a year, right. on something something that is preventable, for free and curable, if somebody knows, um, you know what the um, what the mechanism is for managing their life force energy. So, right. um, and then you know, then I work with. Um, uh, men and women who want to deepen in their in cultivating an intimate life and it 's not just um, I, I do see mostly heterosexual people, but that 's only because that 's who finds me i 'm certainly you know um, not um, well, biased in in any way, however anybody is expressing their sexuality um, as long as it's wholesome and consensual is fine right. with me i'm not into I'm not particularly into uh, the kinky side of things unless people really want to get free of addictions or find out why they do what they do or that kind of thing mine My focus is more for helping people heal deeply and find uh more love and more more excitement and more sensuality in
0: their lives. Right. Excellent. And I, I, I would, and and not to cut you off midstream. Um, I see we have a couple no, of calls I it. <laughs> No, I was
1: done. Oh, okay, <laughs> good. All
0: right. I, I have yeah, a tendency. Yeah. It's a Sagittarian thing. I have a tendency to be fire-signingly, uh, not even a word, painfully blunt sometimes or pushy in that way. Oh, um, yeah.
1: I didn't feel well, thankfully, I have a Libra no moon,
0: so I actually have the capability of listening too. <laughs> diplomatic <laughs> okay. to diplomatic. It balances out. But um, you know, that would be something. You know that I that I always. I mean, we may have touched with this before. We may not have. I'm just going with the flow of, of where things are because I would imagine in um, in your field, and I think you really did express it very well what you, you do and, and and what it's about. But I would imagine that, you know typically you would have to combat I, would, I hate the word "combat," actually. You would encounter people that would misread the work that you do in some capacity. Jim, feel
1: free to call it combat.: <laughs>
0: yeah, OK. <laughs> <laughs> feel
1: totally free to call it free combat.". Well. Yeah. <laughs> no it is really it's really shifting a cultural paradigm and Great. our culture is extremely limited in in offering any spiritual mystical uh, awareness about sexuality, and that, you know, right. it's due to the overwhelming repression of, yeah. uh, of sexuality that's gone on for eons, and it's not just in the United States or in, in the West. It, I found out, you know, a couple of years ago how pervasive this is, even Uh, In the East, where Tantra actually originated, most people think that people from India and the Far East are, you know, these erotic magicians. And that's not true at all, because most of the religions that tried to control masses of people wanted to suppress sexuality because you couldn't control sexually happy people. (laughs) You just can't legislate them.
0: You know what, that it's very funny and we're we'll definitely gonna go safe on this stream because you know, that's you know, one of the things I know for me like I figured that out a long time ago. Um for, for me as a as a as a gay man, um, when when people get very frustrated with like sometimes I'll read things about people will write these very condescending things on Yahoo. Um, you know, every time there's an article, of course, you get the choir of people commenting on it. And sometimes you'll see these rude statements and this disgust about gay men or gay women and all these other things, too. And I don't take any of it personally in that sense because I understand that most people, not most people, a lot of people have a lot of repressed sexual energy in general. So I, when I read that and someone is saying something very insulting or this is gross and all those other things, too, what I hear is the person is really saying, I have a horrible sex life. And I have this belief that gay men and gay women are screwing people rotten and doing whatever they want to and don't have to follow any of the rules, and I'm annoyed and jealous and disgusted by it. Well, the reality is, you know, I think for most gay men and women, you know, it isn't that different from heterosexual. Some people are slutty, quote, unquote. Some people are monogamous, (laughs) I mean, give me a break. The whole, you know, it's just so silly to kind of pigeonhole right. people into a particular ways. Some of the most nauseatingly monogamous people I know are gay male couples. <laughs> you uh-huh. know what I mean? Just uh-huh. painfully sure, so, sure. almost. And that's
1: so silliness across the board.
0: But getting back to the original subject point, I think that you know, I know in my field, I have dealt with antagonism um, from people about. You know, really, anyone who listens to the show, you know, can, if you could piece this together, there's a reason I call the show Snake Oil, hmm. because rather than buck up against that idea that sometimes people think, oh, tarot cards, all these things are all a big scam, um, I went with it in the sense of saying, listen, I'm going to find the humor in it, because it's not. It can be a very effective tool for healing. Um, yeah, So i yeah. with a certain And the amount astrology of
1: reading that you did for me was amazing.
0: Yeah, thank you. And, and, yeah, I mean, yeah. to me, they're just really, really helpful tools and very valuable. Yes. used in the right hand. So, listen, people communicate yeah. those things, too. But to me, the field that you're in is um, very key because I think, obviously, you're dealing with all the chakras of the body and the energy yes. healing centers themselves. But because the brunt, to me, of sexual energy to some extent originates within the first and second chakra, yeah, and then yeah, o- obviously sure. should and expand, third, and I know and you're going to Absolutely. Of course, these are the areas that make people uncomfortable,
1: right, Because absolutely. it's all it
0: makes them nervous and uncomfortable, and oh my God, and giggly and ridiculous, and you know I mean, all of those things, and you're absolutely right. So I, just to me, one thing, I brought up the idea of combativeness. I would think, again, there would be people that would misread that and and have questions like, you know, if you're working with them, are you going to have some type of sexual intimacy with them in the process or, you know, or come up with other kinds of, you know, ridiculous perceptions. Again, I don't know what the formula is in the first place, but I do know it's very interesting, too, because there's a show that was on uh, Showtime last year called uh, Polygamy, Married, and Dating,
1: Oh, I you know. I know. You, I know who you mean. Sure. No, well, yeah. no. But I yeah. know the people who who are doing that. I know, you know the um, you know the, the the tantra community and people who are teaching yeah. about sacred sexuality. It's it's um, it, you know a, a fairly small number of people, and we usually know who each other is.
0: Right. It, it, absolutely. And it, you know, to me, uh, of course, I, I watch it and I find it fascinating in the sense that, like, to me, I would have a real difficulty with that type of a lifestyle as a personal choice, but let I absolutely love that people can embrace something like that and find joy in it. To me, the purpose of human beings is have diversity at some level in, in perception, so good for them. But I do think that it does bring up a lot of, of issues and things for people, because to me, I, I can see the struggles that they have in their relationships, which to me are very complicated, um, but yet, at another level, there are other benefits that they gain through those experiences as well, too. That well, I very, think that what's, one of the
1: things that's happening in this time is that people are being exposed to more choice about how yeah. they live their lives, and it's not that polyamory is good or bad. It's right. just that it's It's a choice or or that gayness is good or bad, it's a choice right. uh, the thing right. that i I um try to um expand in people's mind is not to get stuck in a choice and identify with it so that other choices right. then become unavailable to them
0: right absolutely, you know and not some to...
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, like like the the people who are putting up the thing, you know, married and dating, well, they become an icon of that, and it becomes a mission. And if someday that does no longer work for them, how easy is is it for them to step out of that and say, no, I really want a monogamous lifestyle?
0: Right, right. And that's that's an awesome point, that to me, I think there's more of a fluidity in our yeah. potential fluidity and our sexual energy at, at multiple levels that a lot of times people don't grasp. Because I know I've gone through periods myself where I very much wanted to be in monogamous, committed relationships, and I've, I've gone through other periods where, you know, I don't really want anything to do with that. I don't right. want that right. um, energy, <laughs> and I don't judge it as right or wrong. It's just where the flow of But you know, thirty years ago or
1: forty years ago, you got married, or you know, you did one thing and you did that one thing for the rest of your life. So now, you know, uh, people get uh, people who who may not be able to be so flexible or so expansive. That's very confrontive that that they then you know there's a tremendous amount of responsibility you have to have to own this is the way i feel today and this may not be the way i feel five years from now
0: right absolutely it's like the you know sometimes people ask me why i don't have a tattoo and, by the way, I think tattoos are really cool on other people. <laughs> I, I think they could be very attractive, and I think it's awesome that someone could do this. But the reason I don't have a tattoo is I always think I may not like that 10 years from now. <laughs> I may not want that symbol on my body, so I'm not that committed. I know.
1: <laughs> I know. I had a client just this last week who was bemoaning how painful it was to have his tattoos removed, you know. Yeah. So I, I, oh, my yeah. God,
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. that's just the way that I think about it because people will say that to me sometimes. They'll say, well, blah, I have to interact it. It would be cool. I'm like, listen, I'm not against it. I think it's awesome. I think sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like your body is becoming art, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, right, 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 right. But just for me, I know how I am. I've, I've gone through a lot of changes in my life. Where I i do in a very, very different space. Even as a writer, the first book I wrote, I wrote back in, you know, 2001, 2002, 2003, Dirty Little Secrets as my throw-in plug. Um, hmm. I love that book and it's a great book. But I got to tell you, I don't agree with about probably maybe um, an eighth of the book in perception anymore. Oh, going, wow. you know, i have mean we stuff do that I, Yeah, uh, I, I, sure. Yeah, yeah we changed. do change. I
1: mean, some of the you
0: ways know. I view it, I don't. You know, I would rewrite it it's some of it, um, and, and I don't want to rewrite it. I want to let it be a testament to where I was at that time, which can right. be very very helpful to people going through similar things. But, sure, uh, sure. So yeah, I just think that we evolve and we change. And I think, like I said, in a field like that you're in, yeah, absolutely, you're going to um, trigger things that really, to me, I think um, the field that you're in is great from the perspective that I absolutely agree. I see people who have so many emotional and even physical and psychological wounds around this subject.
1: Right, yeah.
0: That could use help.
1: Yeah, I think that that one of the biggest um, benefits that people get from coming to see me is that I do my very best to be non-judgmentally present to whatever is showing up for them, you know, and, and people have all kinds of, you know, insanity, you know, showing up for them around this. And there is an enormous epidemic of non-sexual relationships, which um, is very, very sad for me to see because I think that people on all levels of body, mind, and spirit are so much healthier when they can give to one another and give touch and have intimacy and have people be present to them. But uh, but you know I I see you know one after another every single week I see people who've been married for ten twenty thirty years and haven't they sleep in the same bed with somebody that they haven't kissed or touched for ten years?
0: Wow. Right. It's an
1: epidemic. It's enormous. I-
0: I love that you're bringing this up because I, you know, and she she can handle it. I'm not getting a specific name, but I have one of my many sisters went through that in a marriage, was married for 20-something years, and she had even said to me when she was in her early 50s, um, I had asked her, and she said that she had not had any type of sexual intimacy with her spouse in um, over nine years. Uh, yeah, it's
1: said, not it's not uncommon, Jim. It's really? Rare,
0: yeah, and and she said, well, you know, I'm getting, you know, I'm starting that process of going through the change, anyway, in that sense. And I was like, Oly. I mean, yeah. you know, the change. I, I mean, I may not know have the to female anatomy. have anything anatomy,
1: to do with
0: it. But, well, I mean, come on, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? I don't I don't think uh-huh. that that's going to stop you from having sexual interest. You know what I mean? It's,
1: yeah, no, no, you it
0: doesn't. Yeah, I don't think it's to. supposed to do that at all. No. Nope. But uh it doesn't have but we know there's a actually there's a great outcome to the story because her her sphere this is gonna sound terrible, but her spouse did pass a few years ago, had mm. a heart attack. That's not the good part of the story, by the way. Um, that just sucked, but that was reality, didn't take care of his health and he passed. And now she uh she has a new boyfriend that she's been dating for a year and he's like a actor just cool poet, really good guy with a good job, too, and uh,
1: she's oh, just like so
0: happy, and she's having sex all the time and going on oh. trips with him, and she's, you know, it's very funny because in my family, too, everyone, she's, you know, she's almost 60 years old, and everyone's like, well, where's the relationship going? You know, I mean, what, what are you going <laughs> to do next? And I laughed because she just was laughing when I talked about it, too. I said, what well, are you going to get married and have children? And what
1: do you mean, where's the
0: relationship going? <laughs> you've got a great boyfriend and you're having a hot, wonderful time. That's the re- where the relationship is going.
1: Oh, uh, right, <laughs> What are you talking about?
0: This mentality yeah. of, you know, you've got to legitimize it now. What, yeah, what do you mean legitimize right. it? What's, what's the point of this when you're 60 years old? You know what I mean? Just, you're finally getting good sex and having fun and enjoying yourself. Yeah, the but freedom to be in the phase.
1: moment and, and have yes. joy and love. You know,
0: what could yes. be better? So, well, that's scandalous to my uh, 80-year-old Catholic mother, though, of course. So, oh, you know, really? Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, that's kind of cute, though. You've got to appreciate her background and where she's coming from. Yeah, know? of
0: course. Absolutely. Yeah. This different, different psychology, a different head of where she's yeah, coming from. Yeah,
1: for sure. Oh, How adorable.
0: No, I love my mother. She's, she's a, you know, she's hysterical, uh, you know, to me. I know uh, you do. I've heard you say that before. Yeah, well, I mother's great. She's just a character, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, so, you know, you were bringing up a couple of the points here, too, uh, about some of the blockades that you run across most with men and also with women. So why don't we talk a little bit about that? Uh, in some more detail. What
1: do you mean by blockades? Tell me a little bit more well, about. Well, you what
0: know, you you talk about the epidemic of Viagra and various other things for men, as an example. And um, uh, you know, where where do you think that the, uh, you know, because I know everyone is different, but I mean, what is the pattern that you're finding a lot? With men when they do have erectile dysfunction or issues around oh, it's that. it's really
1: easy. It's really, you know, from my perspective, it's it's so incredibly simple. It's incredibly simple. In a tantric culture, young men would begin learning about energy mastery at puberty—eleven, twelve, thirteen years old. They would learn to. Um, create what's known as a in yoga is known as a banda and that's a B A N D H A and a banda is a lock and they would create that lock in their first chakra and it would be a, it would be the same as what people teach as a kegel exercise today K E G E L and when they would learn this at puberty they would not train themselves into Masturbation, which trains the nervous system into a quick response pattern. So when you train the nervous system into a quick response pattern, it weakens. Um, it weakens its sex, its capacity to hold energy. And in tantra, the idea of and tantra yoga and kundalini yoga both the deep principle is you take that sexual energy and you move it upward through a central channel in the body that's called the Shashamna. And you're awakening every chakra along Mm. the way from the base to out the crown of the head. And the whole body has the, the... possibility of becoming filled with sexual or life force energy now the fact that this hasn't been taught anywhere in our culture is it's a crying shame really but this is the reason I mean I see men in their 40s and below who are playing around with Viagra Cialis and Levitra this is unthinkable this is unthinkable in a in a from a tantric point of view but that men have not been trained to master their sexual energy at the appropriate time is similar to young boys not being, or people not being toilet trained between two and three
0: right right because
1: because if somebody's toilet trained between 2 and 3 they their brain says okay I have to lock that sphincter muscle I have to figure out how to close that off so that I can go to the bathroom at the appropriate time and in the appropriate place but you know, not having mastery over sexual energy is not seen as inconvenient. However, the population problem we have on planet Earth today is a direct result of men not having any mastery over their sexual energy.
0: Right. Well, interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would need to. And, and the other me. thing that yeah, that's sure. so
1: important to me about that is that. I, I mean, I, you know, I have, I'm kind of a mystic and I've had vision since I was five years old. And it's, it's not the most fun to, be, to see the world from that point of view. But I right. can see that with an understanding of energy, life force energy, we were designed to be a frequency above illness. We were designed to have our life force vibrating such that illness couldn't grab hold in us. But our understanding of our life force energy has been retarded because of the repression of sexual energy, is my
0: belief. Oh, that makes total sense. Um, cool. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I I love – this is a great conversation, and I'm going to take some calls. I know there's a couple of people waiting um, on the dock here, so I'll take the calls in about five minutes, guys. But um, what I find interesting about that is, you know, I'm very blessed personally because I – when I was in my 20s or so, I was tremendously repressed around my sexual energy. Um I grew up in a very restrictive environment around that, again, with issues with my sexuality in a, you know, in a different cultural time, and you know, it, it, you know, there was a number of different issues that I had, really a lot of repressed energy around that area, but I had a very when powerful did, I'm, awakening. I'm curious,
1: when did you decide you were gay?
0: Well, I mean, I can say that, Is that I was... that too personal um, to
1: ask? I hope not.
0: Oh, no, n- there's nothing personal to ask for me, by the way. I don't, <laughs> don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not restricted in person. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't carry shame. That's something I got rid of many, many years ago, uh, or mm-hmm. offense by anything people say. So in a nutshell, I mean, I was aware of being attracted to same sex probably by the time I was six or seven. So uh-huh. I always uh-huh. knew that. The difference for me was, I thought that because I had no, there was, this is a, these are different times. These are the seventies, and you know, what I mean, there was no, you know, there was no gay role models that were really comfortably out in that way as as dialogues, and uh, you know, so anyway, long story short, I just thought that all boys were attracted to other boys, and then when you got older, you eventually became attracted to women, that you grew out of it. So uh. that was always what I, that's what I thought. So you know, huh. th- there was never really a question to me of where my energy was, and I, I did I when I began to date women in my you know late teens, early twenties, ever so briefly, you know I was always able to appreciate the beauty of a woman and st- of a woman, and still uh, still am to this day. Uh, I think all of us are bisexual in some capacity. But I yeah, do, you know, um, what just
1: triggered off for me when you, when you hit that six- or seven-year thing is that I, I recognized, and I've never thought of this before, but I was really totally bisexual at that age.
0: Yeah, there <laughs> I was, really right, liked totally, both I mean, equally. Yeah, there was uh, I, I had close friends that were female. I had close friends who were male. I just leaned more toward male in the pool. Uh-huh. But I do uh-huh, I can uh-huh. say very cohesively that there were times when I would occasionally run across a woman that was so attractive that there was a part of me that was pulled in that way. But mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, I think it's all wiring and, you know, I go with the Kinsey mm-hmm, analogy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. all that aside, but I just didn't, you know, I didn't feel right or comfortable about it for a number of other reasons. I didn't really come to full term. with really fully coming out about until I was about 30. But the beautiful mm-hmm. side of it is I typically, once I kind of identify something and I decide to study it and learn it, I began to study my sexual energy and to use it and to get more comfortable with beauty and using my my pretty, so to speak, in the world and getting better at that, too. And um, now I just have a very different take on it. I see sexual energy as a very beautiful thing, whether it is in a committed, monogamous relationship with a partner or even if it's random, so to speak, in that sense and the conditions are right, I I see nothing wrong with it. To me, it's a very Mm -hmm. natural part of our experience and our expression. Mm -hmm. So. You know, I I joke, I went through it with my slutty period in my early thirties, but I say that with without any type of negativeness. It was right. just part for Ex- me to catch up on my I,
1: I think so everybody it was always very needs safe experimentation.
0: Absolutely. I huh? uh, yeah, yeah, I was very safe yeah. about it but and, and I think that one of the reasons why I'm very healthy and I typically never get sick is the exact one that you brought up before. Which is I don't repress sexual energy. I use mm-hmm. it yeah. in a way yeah. Where it kind uh-huh. of keeps me healthy. I see it as, uh-huh. you know, um, I mean, look, I'm 48, I'm going to be 49 years old. I still get hit on by 24-year-olds. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. and not that I want to marry one that's that young, <laughs> but, uh-huh. like, I consider uh-huh. it very complimentary. It's because I have a lot of life force, a lot of energy. I take care of myself, uh-huh. and I understand where the pull comes from. But it, uh-huh. I tend uh-huh. to be very healthy. So you just kind of clicked a piece in place for me when you said that.
1: Oh, Good. And, and I love and when that, that happens, is, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's great. Something just kind of clicked because I do, you know, I am very fluid with that with that energy.
1: Right, um, right. That right. said,
0: w- want to continue more on this point. Um, I, I had a couple people that called in and then they dropped off. Maybe they got uh, uh-huh. started waiting or scared off. But uh-huh. I want to put the phone line up again to continue our conversation. But we can start yeah. to also take some calls. Um, so, folks, um, folks. Uh, If you want to, every time I say guys, people get annoyed at me, too. They say, don't say guys. What about women? I'm like, guys means men and women to me in that sense. Yeah, people. Okay, people. Uh, Anyway, if you want to call in, talk to uh, Giovanna and and ask her a question about anything in her realm, we absolutely love to take your calls today. We've got another half hour on the show. Call-in number here is 646-200-3966. the money is to dial one before that, and uh, we are open for, for taking calls um, uh, today. And uh, So just be patient if a couple people call in. I might have to keep you on hold for a little bit, but we'll try to take a few calls today as well. Again, the number is 646-200-3966. And while we continue on with the interview, before I do so... Um, when I give you an opportunity, we'll do this at the end also, to um, give out your information um, in case anyone did want to call in or talk today and wasn't able to, um, if they need to want to talk to you, um, how can people reach you?
1: Sure. Um, email is one way. My email address is javannakay at um, aol.com. That's Victor. a A n as in nancy a and the letter k at aol.com my phone number is 480-614-3151 i have a main website which is www.tantrichealingtouch.com that's t-a-n-t-r-i-c-h-e-a-l-i-n-g-t-o-u-c-h.com and then I have another site that I created for men who want to learn about energy mastery, and that is www.inhonoroferos.com. And I'll spell that for you, I-N-H-O-N-O-R-O-F-E-R-O-S.com. And the tagline on that one is, forget about the little blue pill. And um, it sounds a little quirky, but, you know, I really have a passion for men to have access to this – very hidden information about how to become the master of their sexual energy. You're either the master of your sexual energy or you're its slave. You might as well be the master of it, only the information is not so, um, you know, it's, it's not so out there. So um, I've put together a really uh, fine, fine uh, MP3 for that on the www.inhonoroferos.com website. So that's about the, the the way to get in touch with me. Then another way, I have a group on LinkedIn called Making Sex Sacred. And um, it's turned out to be a little uh, intimate sangha of people who are very high-minded about Tantra and spirituality um if it's a fit for you you would be very welcome to join us if you have a question that you'd like to have answered you can always um come on to the group and and i'd be happy to answer your questions on there um to become uh, uh you know to join the group is another situation and you know that depends if you're really you know if you if it really works for you and for us so um, that's another possibility. But that's called Making Sex Sacred, and it's on LinkedIn. Cool. All right.
0: Good. Excellent. I um, just want to make sure we get that across, because sometimes when we get to the end of the show, we get rushed in terms of time, and I'm always sure people right, have, right. have access to sure. that info, but we'll just do that toward the end again, too, uh, some of that info. And, yeah, don't worry about the call. That happens a lot. A lot of times when I do live shows, I'll get people to call right away the moment I'm starting,
1: and oh, really? And then they...
0: Yeah, and I love that, but I I don't, you know, I'll be talking about a specific subject or area, and I want to talk about it for a bit, and then take callers, and then they'll wait for a half hour, and then when I'm ready to take callers, they disappear, because <laughs> they got impatient oh, with oh. waiting on the line. So it's, it's human mm-hmm. nature, I think. But I try to tell yeah, people, yeah. like, when I'm doing an astrology show or something, I'm talking about astrology, someone wanting to ask a personal question is awesome later on in a show but not in the initial beginning of the show because it's uh-huh. people wanting the astrology info. You know what I mean? So someone's right, personal right. experience is not as interesting. So anyway, but yeah. So yeah, guys, you can call back in. We, we can take a call or two today. Um, again, the number is 646-200-3966. So getting back to what we were talking about, um, uh, you know, so y- you've mentioned the... The, the The male issues that surface, and I'm sure you can go into a lot more detail um, what do you find is the the blo- a common blockade that that happens for women
1: Well again, it's very easy for me to see we've been living in a patriarchal dominant culture for centuries and Women, it's been generation after generation after generation where women have had men who would have sex with them but didn't know how to open them to their deepest. Center to blossom them open and so this is come you know this is and before you know there was birth control women were breeders and and you know they would have sex and they would get pregnant and they'd have multiple babies and 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 that kind of thing and very few women in our culture have touched the depths of their sexuality and it also ties into the premature ejaculation thing um and the reason I know this is that I had a very deep tantra partner. Um and um we we made love for days sometimes. And and it was a life-changing period in my life and it really gave me the inspiration this work because I knew that most people were not reaching the kinds of energy and most women were not reaching the depth in themselves that I was blessed to experience.
0: Which is really
1: closing the gap between yourself and God. You know, when sexuality takes you to a place where all of your spiritual longings and all of your confusion about sex and the body and and what's happening inside of yourself, when all of those get cleared, you're in this remarkable space of, you know, mystery after mystery falls away and you know... um, you know, you know more about your body than you ever did before, and you know more about the mysteries of the universe than you ever did before. And, um, you know, it was was an incredible blessing. So most women, you know, have never been opened to the depth of their sexuality. And so, um they're closed they're 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 closed or armored then then you know as a result of living in a patriarchal dominant culture for for eons women are becoming masculinized in their sexuality where right. it's all about the orgasm and if i have 10 orgasms it's better than having one orgasm and it's really not it's about meeting your partner in in a deeply intimate place where the two of you are totally opened and surrendered to one another and surrendered to an energy that's greater than the two of you. And, and you know, you're not really doing anything to each other. You're just becoming one and floating in existence in, in some kind of a yummy oneness. And, and how many people are reaching that?
0: Right. Yeah, probably not as many as there should be. Exactly. Um,
1: <laughs> right. You know, right. And, and, you
0: know, and I always think that it, it's always, it's kind of fascinating for me to observe, you know, one of the benefits I think that, that I have as, a, as an individual is I, I have a different theory about sexual orientation. I think that people who are primarily gay or lesbian often have um, the, the duality of male and femaleness inside of them contained more comfortably. In a way, Uh so another way I would put this is I understand women in a way that a lot of men might not, um, which is why Mm -hmm. I've always had Mm -hmm. tremendously incredible female friendships in my life. I understand women, and then they're safe because I'm not going to hit on them.
1: Mm -hmm. So yeah.
0: There's the benefit that comes from, from that. angle, but I also understand the male energy because I'm a guy, and I, I, I mm-hmm. understand that as well too. But I, always, mm-hmm. I have to tell you I, think, I don't say it's a funny story, but it was an interesting thing. years ago, I was involved with someone who lived up in Cottonwood, which is a little mini little bum you know town in nice town. It's a small town, sure, a small town. Yeah, in yeah. Northern, northern Arizona, and there was a waitress in a, in a Chinese restaurant that was waiting on uh, me and my, my current partner at the time. And she was an attractive young woman, and she was talking about different things going on in her life, and I knew she was flirting with us. And, you know, uh, you know for whatever reasons, we, we, we're probably two decent-looking guys in cottonwoods. <laughs> uh, so she's taking her shot, and of course I'm not offended by that at all. You know, I mean, that's great, and she's chatting with us. But one of the things that she said when she was talking about her life is she said to us that, she was talking about something and she said, well, you know, I'm basically just a stupid woman, so what do I know?
1: Uh, I don't and know. I well, just
0: was okay. so taken aback when I heard really? that.
1: Really? Really? Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: It really was uh-huh. bothersome to me. I wanted to say to her, why would you say something like that? Do you think right. by saying that that somehow we're going to find that appealing for you to put yourself mm. down? You know what I mean? Right, but, right, and right, I, and right. I wondered about that in terms of, of just female energy sometimes when I run across that. But also yeah. I think, at a, you know, at a, a whole other side point to all of this is I do think that a lot of women, I think you're right in that sometimes they'll get carried away and almost become masculine, masculinized mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of their energy, which is in a Yeah, it's not a conscious it's thing. It's research. a
1: cultural thing, you know. It's
0: a cultural push. And I also think a lot of women were taught that men enjoy sex and women don't necessarily enjoy it. It's more of an obligation. Mm-hmm. And that's lousy because that's past
1: generation stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shouldn't yeah. be the
0: case in, in in any way. I mean, they're just you know, right. I don't know. Just well, you
1: know, I mean, women me. women who have never been opened to a depth of their sexuality don't enjoy it and do it as a, an obligation. That's very common. Yeah. That's yeah. very common, you know. And if the woman has fallen out of love with the guy. That, you know, very often, you know, people are, are you know, they they um, have issues that come up in the relationship and they polarize and they don't know how to untangle those polarizations. So, you know, they may go for years submitting to sex without really... Opening. I mean, it it takes quite a lot to stay in a relationship where you're continually deepening and opening to one another. I mean, it takes it takes um, an intelligence about intimacy that very about the territory of intimacy that very few people have. I have a, a couple that came to see me, and actually, Cindy came to see me before with, with a man that she was married to, and they since divorced. And when she got into a new relationship, she brought her guy to see me, and um, you know, they follow, you know, the things that I tell them to do. And they're spending a 24-hour period at least twice a month, where they turn off all of the electronics the television the cell phones the computer everything and just focus with each other for that for that 24 hour period and that's their commitment to to deepening in their relationship and you know a lot of people you know think that intimacy is something they should have once a week on the fly catch a 20 minute right. you know a 20 minute thing and that's not what I'm teaching. I'm teaching people how to cultivate an intimate life like this and to really, you know, pay at least as much attention to it as you would to your career or your golf game.
0: Right. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's an, it, it's an important element in, in in making people happy. I know I, I say this, you know, from a, a humorous male perspective, but, like, if I don't have sex, you know, I can probably go a week or two. Some that's a little bit longer. I'm gonna get really crabby and irritable. Um, it's like really bad. Sometimes. I'm also half Italian, so that's my joke as well too. Like, I mean, I'm a become a lunatic. I just think it's a natural, healthy thing to be able to uh-huh. do. And no, not all of the time. Obviously, you've got other things to attend to, and there could be real benefit of channeling that energy elsewhere at other points. But I think that this is supposed to really ultimately be a natural, healthy, good, appealing part of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, well, you I, know, a lot, lot of even... women,
1: a, a lot of women today are giving up sex because the yeah. men, you know, and of course this isn't a concern of yours in your situation, but, you know, the men can't take them. It's not about, you know, for women it's not necessarily about getting off it's it's about merging and in tantra that's really the objective it's not about having an orgasm or 10 orgasms or whatever which is you know which is nice nothing wrong with that right. but it's really about opening your heart and opening yourself fully um to to each other and to life you know and and you know a lot of women who are shamanic women or healer women you know who recognize that you know making love and getting screwed are two very different things, and they're not right. willing to settle for the you know for the other one.
0: Right. Yeah, I guess like yeah, I, I guess it's two different approaches, but it's still you know ultimately the same block that that people experience around around these areas, and I think you know they're very comfortable i had an experience with a client a couple of years back who was dating someone and she ran across that issue with her boyfriend where he was having trouble getting her
1: hard to hear it's getting a little hard to hear you
0: oh okay i think i just turned the phone, the, uh, the the speaker a little bit can you hear me now
1: yeah but it's it's a better? little lighter than it was in ten, 5 minutes ago
0: yeah yeah who knows uh but well, hopefully it's all still translating on the uh, on the thing. But, you know, long story short,
1: now it's one better. thing
0: that I told her, yeah, and, and I'm not even going to get in the ballpark of your healing skills, but I'll, I want to see whether you think I gave her good advice or not. <laughs> so that's why I'm asking it. She was complaining she had a boyfriend. They really got along well, but he was having problems with getting erections. And she was looking into Viagra and other things. And I said, listen, here's my suggestion. You know, why not hang out like, in your underwear or you know what I mean with him without any distractions for a couple of hours and play around a little no, bit no, I but can't make hear you Tim at all
1: mm, barely yeah, barely
0: yeah yeah, yeah i i not I don't know it's just something with the with the phone line, so hopefully it's oh. uh, i uh, anyway, so um yeah, just do your best and model to multiple. I'm hoping it's still translating on the on the radio show uh but uh anyway um what what kind of came out of it was that um, she uh, I said listen just hang out with each other don't try to have sex just you know be intimate be playful don't even allow that to occur and just have some time with each other without the phones on and the TV and all those other things for a couple hours and just you know be with each other in, in, in a playful kind of a way and make it a point not to go there and lo and behold guess what happened had no problem getting arrested oh it, it for him yeah huh? he started he kept yeah, that's what happened. He started getting all turned on and then trying to have sex with her. <laughs> and oh, she was good. like, how did you know that would work? I said, I think you're starting to put too much pressure on him too now.
1: Yeah, he's, yeah. Now he's can aware
0: be, of the sure. wound. Yeah, he's right, aware right. of the wound. So that was my right. little foray into trying to help a couple with that. Otherwise, I haven't gotten too much of that as uh, cool. yeah. as experiential. So, uh well, uh, you know, a so,
1: lot of this stuff is intuitive, unless there's a real serious problem, you know.
0: Right, right.
1: You just try, uh, try different things, and
0: yeah, it's just, sometimes yes, they work, and sometimes they
1: don't, depending on the depth of the problem.
0: Well, and I know, I think I, I may have mentioned this on another show. I know for me, no, I, someone It's really
1: once, hard to hear you.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We've got about 10 more minutes on the show. There's really not much else I can do. Uh, okay. We've just got to kind of... There with it uh, in that sense. Okay. Uh, now all
1: of a sudden it got better. I don't know what happened. Yeah. All of a sudden it got better.
0: Uh, yeah, something's kind of leaping in and out here. Um, okay. But uh, so where um, you know where are you? We have got a few more minutes here. Where are you headed? In other words, what um, what's next for you? Where um, you know what what is it that I mean? Are you are you you know content with the work that you've done and continuing on with it? I know you are. But, yeah, um, what
1: I want to do, do you you I, it's the the um the forget about the little blue pill, the MP3 that I created. I really want to market that and get that out to you, you know, to, to men around the world. This is like a very foundational uh piece of men's education that they're missing. And, um, you know, the market is obviously there because men are spending $60 billion a month on Viagra, Cialis, yeah. and Levitra. And um, I'm, I'm trying to market this MP3 for 47 and I'm teaching on it the secrets of, of energy mastery. And, you know, there's a little bit of yoga in there sprinkled in if the men want to follow that, you know, those breadcrumbs to understanding it at a deeper level. But that isn't really necessary. I make it very very simple and very, um, you know, straightforward so that so that om- almost any guy can pick up that MP3. And if he does the practice that I give him, can really turn around uh, some of these symptoms and, and strengthen himself and his body and his health and his capacity as a lover. So I, I know that I've put together a really beautiful... Um, a beautiful service and a beautiful teaching for men. So uh, marketing is definitely not my area. So if there are any men out there who would like to help me market this, I would be so appreciative. But um, that's actually where, you know, what I want to, um, you know, what, what my next step is, is learning how to get that, out because you can have the best product in the world but if you can't get it you know get people exposed yeah, it, to it is absolutely you know,
0: if people can't see it yeah that that that's a it's a very key thing cuz i you know i actually spent um, most of the summer really really um, studying marketing online Ooh. marketing how to do it so i actually learned quite a bit in oh, fact wow. i'm putting together a little booklet to, so I'll pass, I'm putting a little, a little mini book on it at this point to pass this along. Oh, I really cool. found out a lot of ways to market that are oh, really, great. most of it's free. But it's it It's a huge key because you're absolutely right. You can have an amazing service and product and all those things, but if no one knows you're but there.
1: That's it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, where yeah. are you going to go from there? And that's what really, uh, I, I've been really, really flush with business for the last six months. I've been doing really, really, really well because of, oh, it's been amazing. In fact, I'm getting people trying to, you know, I'm getting marketing people from sites trying to get me to, you know, hire them to market for, um, to increase my business. And I, I don't really know if I want to increase my business anymore. I kind of wow. like where it's at, which is amazing. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah, Put me in a time machine to three years ago and I would have, killed to have more business <laughs> because wow, that would peak of the economy you. being horrible. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sure. But,
0: so, yeah. So, I, I, I know that, that that's been a big change, but a lot of it was uh, a, a huge thing too was, uh, was me doing um, also YouTube videos. Very, very beneficial. If you can have uh-huh. a video where you're talking, explaining information to people, that's a great marketing tool because there's something about people seeing you also that's coming in a way. So well, a video. I have wow. somebody
1: putting together a, a a video. It just has. I, I've decided just so far to have. I don't want it to be me speaking. I want to have images and information. Images right. and information. It's great too. Yeah, and that's being somebody is putting that together for me. So that's gonna that's gonna Perfect. be out in in, so in that, a short that, yeah, while. Yeah,
0: that's gonna be a, that'll be a big help in getting the message oh, across good. because it really is. It's a lot. That's what I I find you know because I'm you know on like things like Yelp and stuff like that people really do they they go to your website they see your videos other things too and right. then they know you they feel more comfortable right, right, with right. you and that's right, a huge exactly. thing and I definitely think in your field you know I think uh, because you left I've I've referred you um, to a couple of people whether they ever contacted you or not well, I not nobody
1: said. Uh, yeah, So,
0: but I have huh. because I do run across oh. people dealing with these issues. And I'm like, listen, go to someone who's an expert on this. There's no discomfort right. about it, you know teaching you
1: Right. To but have healthy have, You know, cause a lot of people are very, very intimidated, very reluctant yeah. to do that.
0: Absolutely. I, I
1: get people who come here and they're, they're quaking in their boots, you know, and I <laughs> yeah. calm them down. They always, you know, within 15, 20 minutes, they always say, oh, I'm so comfortable with you, but it takes them a, a little while sometimes. It takes
0: them a little while. Well, I, I, I get the same thing. I get people, they're afraid of getting a tarot card reading because they think the death card's going to come up, and I'm like, listen, <laughs>
1: oh, that's
0: not even what oh, it no. means. It actually means like a positive <laughs> transition in sure, your life, sure, that's sure, all polarky yeah, from TV shows Aww. trying to scare people. You know what I mean? Come on, you know what Aww. I mean. So uh, it's very cute though. But I. I've that's sweet. Even, yeah, oh, yeah. I, sure. Yeah, they, they, you know, they get nervous, and but that's it. Then I calm them down and like, oh wow, you, you. I mean, like, you know, I always say that's the joke is I have a very crude mouth on me partly from being from New York probably, but I actually also do that to make people relax. Sometimes a yeah, little yeah, swearing yeah, yeah. here and there is, is a relaxing thing for people. They
1: yeah, realize yeah, yeah, you're a normal yeah.
0: person, and that's uh-huh. a good thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that sounds like a, you know, a, a, a great direction to go. I think that's what really yeah. a big part of it is, is to get your – because I know I've, I've been around you. I've met you at, at other events and things, too, and you've got really, really great energy, and you're very friendly, and you're very oh, approachable. Thanks which to me is a really big thing of, of importance for a lot of people. But I, I will tell you, um, a couple of years back, I, someone gave me a little blue pill. Oh. And um, I took it really experimentally. Oh, it,
1: there yeah, wasn't yeah, a, yeah. Issue a lot of people do really that.
0: Yeah, it was just kind of a curiosity, and I only took half also. i oh, wow. Because I'm, yeah, I tend to be, like when it comes to any type of medicine, like I'm such Tentative. a, I don't want any of it. Oh, my God, Good. I'm so like, that's yeah. not my thing. I'd rather sneeze than take an allergy pill. You know what I mean? The allergy wow. pill worse for me than wow. the sneeze. Right yeah. I've
1: always yeah.
0: been that way. So I took one of those pills, and what I found was it's very weird because all of a sudden you'll be, you know, quote, unquote, at attention. It'll just happen 10 or 15 minutes later. All of a sudden you're wrecked. But there's uh-huh. no association in your mind with why you're that way. So it, 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 it's, it's almost uncomfortable. Because, mechanical oh, you know, or
1: something? Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: it's very mechanical because typically, uh. right, you, you, something turns you on, something triggers you, something, you know what I mean? And then, you know, the blood goes to that part of the body and, uh, you know, acts accordingly. So this is right. just twi- trippy. You know what I mean? Where all of a sudden yeah. you're like, and you're almost laughing about it, but it almost right, creates right. more of a detachment to me between you and your own oh, body. Oh,
1: geez, just what we need. People more detached from
0: their Yeah, but you need, more help with that. So it was it was experimental for me, and I just thought to myself, I'm not, I don't want to do this again. I don't. Yeah. It's interesting, but not something yeah. that I would find, you know, beneficial. And right. I think the same thing you're saying is I think when people have blocks around this, it's only physical because it's emotional and psychological first.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot you know? Of
0: now a lot I mean, of people get really just,
1: terrible side effects, headaches, and you know it messes with their blood pressure, and you know you you know it's just not not ideal.
0: No, it's right. It's it's uh, it, it's got all all kinds of negatives attached to whatever is positive in it too. Well, that said, believe it or not, we're actually at the end of our hour here. Oh, uh, this okay. Is the rapid, the, the rapid, the rapid show. So uh, we've got another uh, minute or so. So why don't you give a uh, little basic information so people can get hold of you and get hold sure.
1: of your, yeah, your sure. book your, your, your my email TV. address is Javana k at aol dot com j i v a n a and the letter k at aol dot com my uh, website is www.tantrichealingtouch.com dot com t a n t r i c h e a l i n g T-O-U-C-H dot com. My other website for the Forget About the Little Blue Pill information is www. dot com. My phone number is 480-614-3151. I'm located in central Scottsdale at the intersection of Shea Boulevard and Hayden Road. And what else? Yep, <laughs> what else?
0: That's the brunt of it. Um, that is your you have a CD? is that what it is the, the, the uh,
1: it's an m p three that that MP3, can be ordered gotcha. online on the forget about the little blue pill uh, gotcha. on the in honor of eros website www.inhonoroferos.com. Gotcha. Okay. com
0: where they can get it yeah of course awesome. yeah. Awesome. excellent well. Excellent. Well, this was a great fun, conversation. Jim.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it was
0: great talking to you again. I hope we gave some good information out to all of you guys. Um, and you can get hold of uh Javonna and get some some more info uh, on all of that. So, yeah, thanks for being here today. Thank you. All right. Excellent. Okay. Okay, guys. That's the. Uh, that's it. That's the uh, end of our show here. So thank you for joining me today. I appreciate the callers. I wish you guys would have hung. You could have. You could have got in. But I guess it wasn't meant to be. Uh, but uh, yeah, get hold of uh, Giovanna directly and, and look into her her work. Um, it's some great stuff and really some really uh, amazing insight. Uh, I'll be here again next week uh, for our astrology update show. So if you're wanting to. Uh, learn about the current astrology and even possibly get a mini reading for a few minutes uh, tomorrow, next week is our show. So thank you everybody. We'll catch up with you next time and have a great night. Cheers.